getting the best health care you can. It might be easier than you think. Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about you getting the best health care you can and ways you can save money on it. And speaking of saving money, we would like to acknowledge the companies that support our program. We'd like to thank Marley Drug in Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. And Dr. Forrest, if people want more information after the show about today's topic or find out information about your practice, where can they go to find that? If they'd like information about our medical practice in Apex, North Carolina, they can go to acchealth.com. That's A-C-C-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. If listeners want to send general non-emergent questions and possibly have those answered on air, they can go to accesshealthradio at gmail.com. And they can also put their contact information in there so we'll know how to, who to thank. Uh, after the show, you can also listen to an on-demand podcast at WPTF.com, and we'll provide links to that on our landing page at AccessHealthRadio.com. So, Dr. Forrest, we have covered a really broad range of topics on the show here over the past year or so, but I think today's show is something that almost everyone would be interested in, and that's getting the best health care you can and at an affordable price. That's right. We've we've talked about tips and tricks for saving money on healthcare before on various shows, and we've talked about ways to get high-quality primary care. Today, we're going to give an overview of some of the key principles for being a, a savvy healthcare consumer and really make sure you're getting uh, quality healthcare and also healthcare that uh, you can afford. So, Dr. Forrest, there's two parts to that. First of all, getting high-quality health care and saving money. So let's talk about the quality part first. What can listeners do to make sure they get the best quality health care possible? First and foremost, go to the doctor. Many people believe that if you feel okay, you don't need to see a doctor, and they only go in when something's wrong. I recommend that anyone over 18 see a doctor once per year. And it's not just to make sure everything's okay. It's also to establish a firm relationship with someone that will be in your corner and will know you well enough so they can get you the best care possible. For most people, the ideal choice is a primary care physician. For children and adults, this can be a board-certified family physician that has done specialized training in kids and adults. And for those over 18, a board-certified internal medicine physician or a family physician is also a good choice. Pediatricians or family physicians make a good choice for those under 18. In the same way, though, that your car has recommended timing for oil changes and tire rotation, seeing a physician once per year, even if things are fine, is a really good idea. This keeps that physician from having to start from scratch as well if you do get sick or if you develop some disease. It also gives you a chance to learn how to prevent disease, which is much better than trying to fix it after you've got a problem. So, you know, a lot of times if you if you get sick and you go to an urgent care, those physicians are starting from scratch with you. Uh, they don't know you. They don't know your history. They don't know anything about you. Versus if you get sick and you go to a physician that you've been seeing once a year, that you've developed a relationship with, that understands your history, they're going to be able to do a much more comprehensive job of being able to do the, the best health care they can for you. 
So, Dr. Forrest, uh, what I hear you saying is that having one main doctor that knows you and knows your history is important, even if you're as healthy as a horse. That's right. There have uh, been studies showing that just having a relationship with a primary care physician will save people money on health care and make them less likely to end up in the hospital or emergency room. Second, since that relationship is so important, make sure that you pick the person based on their qualifications, on their training, and their character, rather than just flipping through a list of providers that take your insurance. Remember that doctors work for, that work for insurance companies are serving two masters. They could be trying to keep the insurance company happy by watching their bottom line as much as they could be concerned about you as a patient. This does not mean that doctors that take insurance are bad. Most of them truly still desire to do what's in the best interest of their patients. But when physicians do, ha- do not have conflicts of interest and are working only for you, then you can be assured that you are their top priority. Some of the things that I would recommend is practical steps to check your physician's credentials. You know, all the time I I get people, uh, friends, family members, and so forth, that'll ask me about various doctors, and it seems like they don't think there's any way that they they could check up on a physician or find out anything about them. So uh, what you should know is you can go to the medical board website in most states. It's totally free to use that. And in almost every state, you can look up any licensed provider, and you can see if their medical license is current. You can see if they've had any disciplinary actions like suspensions or if they've been put on probation by the medical board. And licensed physicians are also required to report any malpractice suits to their medical board. In addition, many of these websites will also disclose information about the training that physicians have had. Now, what's key about that? Was uh, the training in the United States? Did they graduate from a United States medical school? Was it an overseas medical school? What type training did the doctor receive after medical school? Did they do an internship? Did they do a residency? Did they have any additional qualifications? And a lot of times this, this is information, again, you can find out for free uh, at the medical board website. I will, on our radio site, I will actually put the link to the North Carolina uh, medical board so that you can go and you can uh, look up uh, physicians physicians and other healthcare providers there. But it's a very simple step, probably takes about five minutes, and you can really get a lot of information there, uh, at least about potentially avoiding a bad situation or a bad relationship with a healthcare provider. Well, Dr. Forrest, I didn't realize that the public had online access to that information. That is really great. It is a surprise to some people, but I think it's important because I think, uh, you know, when it comes to choosing your medical professional, you really should know, you know, what their history has been in the past with other patients and if their licensure and everything is up to date. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis. Dr. Forrest, what other information is important to know about my physician or other health care providers? I think it's really important to know who they're working for. And uh, what I mean by this is, are, you know, is that physician employed by a hospital system? Uh, do they work for an insurance company? Are they working for you know, prescription drug companies? 
Uh, because any time that somebody you know is get, is employed by another entity besides the patient, you have potential for conflict of interest. And you know, data has shown over over and over again that patients who are cared for by independent physicians, and that those are physicians that don't work for a hospital system, generally have you know their own practices, are less likely to end up in the hospital, and those patients tend to have better health outcomes in many ways. More than that, the cost of health care is also considerably less when patients see physicians that are independent and not owned by any of these larger entities. And there, you know, there are lots of reasons for this, uh, but one of those is a simple one a lot of people don't know about is called a facility fee. And this is an extra charge for patients on their bill just because the practice or the physician is owned by a hospital. And these fees can be really significant. I've even seen these double or quadruple the price of an office visit for a patient just because the, that facility where that doctor was owned by the hospital uh, was the one billing the charge. All right, Doc, it's time now for our Access Health Tip of the Week. So a term that uh, really gets confused a lot is this in-network versus out-of-network. And it can be a confusing term for people that have insurance. Essentially, it means that if a physician is in-network, they have signed a contract with the insurance company to be their primary payment source. This means that they the, they offer what they're supposed to follow in terms of the guidelines the insurance companies puts out in terms of policies and recommendations on how to treat patients, how much to charge them. And so I generally recommend that for specialists in hospitals, usually people are going to save money if they do see physicians in network. However, for primary care, it can actually be less expensive often to go out of network and to see a physician that's out of network than maybe even someone who is. Because a lot of times the out of network physicians, since they don't have those contracts, are able to charge lower fees since they're not under, uh, again, an insurance contract that forbids them from offering discounts. All right, straight ahead, more great information about how you can get great health care and save money at the same time with Dr. Brian Forrest. This is Access Health Radio. Welcome back to Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis, and today we're talking about getting the best health care you can and it might be easier than you think. So, Dr. Forrest, what are some ways that we can save on health care? Well, there are several keys to saving on health care in general. And as simple as it sounds, first you have to know what things cost. So I always use the analogy, imagine that you went into the grocery store and nothing in the grocery store had a price tag. And you had to wait until you got to the checkout counter to see how much your bill was. A lot of times, this is how it is for people in healthcare. You don't find out how much something is until you pay for it. And there are several websites out there that show common pricing for various medical procedures. And I'll put a link to that on our website. Uh, but beyond that, you should always get a straight answer on the cost of something, if possible, before you do it. 
There are lots of physician offices and even surgical centers that will provide complete price transparency if you ask for it. One example is the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. Uh, for example, they tell you the exact total of the cost for any surgery, including the operating room, the anesthesia, you know, down to the very last Band-Aid, and they've got that priced on their website. And we've actually had patients that needed surgery, like they needed their gallbladder out or they needed a hip replacement or something like that, who literally would travel to Oklahoma, to the Surgery Center of Oklahoma to have their surgery, and they could save 90% or more on a medical procedure there. The second thing I would advise is choose a primary care physician that can give you an estimate of what your bill will be per visit and per year. You know, we, we had a show recently about direct primary care, and almost all direct primary care physicians will do this for you. Um, next, work with a primary care physician that's fighting on your behalf, you know, advocating for you to get the lowest cost possible on services. We typically have negotiated rates for things like colonoscopies, stress tests, and even mammograms for as much as 90% less than the going rate for our patients. And this is especially important when those patients have high deductibles or if they don't have any insurance at all. And uh, lastly, we're just going to mention medications as an example. The range on medications, the range of prices is just astounding. And I recently, I get Consumer Reports magazine, and it's something I've used to pick vacuum cleaners and cars for years. Uh, but they just recently did a story on saving uh, on your medications. And one of the things they did is they sent in actors to 10 different pharmacy chains. Now, these actors had the exact same five generic prescriptions. And they wanted to see how much the out-of-pocket cost would be. Again, we're not using insurance at all. This is just what would the charge be at these different pharmacies. And this is going to be shocking what I tell you. Right. Uh, many times when I tell patients this, I mean, I knew it was a problem. I didn't realize it was this big a problem. But literally on the, on the low end for those five prescriptions, and these were places like warehouse clubs like Costco, the, the cost for those five prescriptions was around $30, $33, I think, for the five prescriptions. Then they went to one of the big Wally World type chains, and the price for the exact same five generic drugs was over $500. And then they took the actors and they sent them in with the same five generic prescriptions to one of the corner store retail pharmacies. Uh, you know the ones I'm talking about. Uh, and at those stores, it was over $900 for the exact same five generics. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was driving down the road and I saw one gas station had gas for $2.50 a gallon, and the next one I drove up to had $750 a gallon, I don't think I'd ever set foot in the parking lot of that, that gas station that was upcharging that much. But yet, that's what's going on, and people just don't realize the variability that exists. So... Um, you know, that's something you can really do is shop around. Uh, Consumer Reports Magazine recommendation was to uh, shop at either wholesale clubs or mail order pharmacies, uh, generally to get the best rates. Um, and then obviously, if you're using something that does take your insurance, uh, typically mail order was also going to be uh, a better savings for that. 
So I typically recommend different pharmacies for my patients based on price. You know, one of their prescriptions might be cheaper at the grocery store or even free. Uh, for example, some of my patients' prescriptions are f- totally free at Publix. Uh, some might be cheaper mail order, and others might be less expensive at the wholesale club. So I, you know, I want my patients to get their medication as affordably as possible because it helps make sure they can afford it, and that way they're going to be able to take it. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Farst. Wow, that is, you're right, that is astounding. After the break, we're going to summarize key information about being a well-informed healthcare consumer. And of course, we'll have our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week. This is Access Health Radio with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. I'm Mike Davis, and we're talking about uh, getting your money's worth for health care, and uh, it might be easier than you think. We've got some key points we're going to talk about, but first of all, Access Health Trivia of the Week time. You know, I thought it'd be fun to go back in history a little bit and see, you know, what the costs for health care have done over the years. And when you look at it and you go all the way back about 50 years, the cost has gone up from $151 for a year up to over $10,000. That's a 69-fold increase. Even if you use inflation-adjusted numbers, it's gone up by over eight times. And when you look at it as a percent of the gross domestic product, it's gone up to 18%, which is a four-fold increase. When you look at the cost of hospitalization, even, it's just shocking. Even as late as 1980, the average hospital room was only $127 per day. And if you adjust for inflation and then you look at what it was in 2017, it's up to around an average of $2,000 for just a hospital room per day. Uh, and that's inflation adjusted. So again, just in 1980, it was 127, and now with that adjustment, it's still it's around two thousand dollars average, and that includes nothing else except the uh, that's a very expensive hotel room. So uh, just some trivia for you, so you can see where prices have gone over the years. Wow, that is incredible. Okay, what are some keys to remember from today's show, Dr. Forrest? Well, I think first and foremost, and uh, of course I'm biased in this sense, but I think you really need to have a primary care physician that you have researched uh, via the medical board and other websites. And you need to make sure once you pick out that qualified physician that you see them once a year and that they know you well, even if you're healthy. Second, know who your physician works for. Uh, not just your primary care physician, but you also need to know, you know, if you see a specialist, you need to know if they have accountable care relationships and that may affect their pay and that type thing. That can really influence your cost and also the quality of your health care. Third, you need to ask and know what things cost in advance. And you want to avoid medical care anywhere where they cannot give you a straight answer on what things are going to cost. So, you know, ideally, I say get care from medical professionals that are independent. That is, uh, you know, medical professionals that aren't necessarily employed or owned by a hospital, a drug company, or even beholden to insurance companies. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, We've covered a lot of ground, Dr. Forrest. We sure have, and uh, just to, to give you guys some contact information again, we will be placing some of uh, the links to some of these consumer websites so that you can research prices. We're going to put some of that online at accesshealthradio.com. 
And again, you can always go back after the show and listen to the podcast at WPTF.com. We'd like to thank Marley Drug and Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower even than the big box pharmacies. Check them out at MarleyDrug.com. And, you know, that's going to wrap up our show for this week, but I hope that the information we've provided will help you be a better and more informed healthcare consumer so that you can get the highest quality care at the best price. And our scripture for today is Psalm 1-1. It says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.